Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. To learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services, head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes, head over to our Patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com slash findingyourvoice. And hello and welcome back to Finding Your Voice After 40 with moi, Kenya. McGuire Johnson, and I'm so excited that you've come back. You come back. Or you just found us and you're like, what is this? What 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 is this? So welcome. Welcome to episode nine, permission to be myself. Mm. And let's all say amen to that. <laughs> Especially at this stage of our lives. Um Super excited yet again to bring you another new episode. This time we are interviewing a beautiful soul, um, just amazing soul who is also a health coach, an artist, um, vegan chef stuff, just really beautiful um, interview that we have for you uh, with Miss Naima Black. And she shares so much um, vulnerability in this episode, sharing her journey of how she has truly stepped into permitting herself to be exactly who she is, all the facets of who she is. And so I believe that if you are someone who has questioned various things about yourself and wondered, you know, is it all right? Is it okay to to move forward in this direction that I understand about myself? Or if you've neglected that or hidden that, you definitely are going to want to really tune in for this. And um, again, take notes, play back. Um, and if you're someone who's just always had it together, <laughs> which I don't know if there's anyone out there after 40 with that, but I think that Nama gives some just beautiful light and inspiration on her journey, as well as all the wonderful um, services that she provides now. So you're in for a treat. Before we dig in the episode, I did want to mention, um, I want to thank everyone again for tuning in. And I really want to thank, we have a subscription community um, beyond the the Patreon of Finding Your Voice supporter of the podcast. You can do that tier, which is just $5. But also we have a subscription um, tier that's called the She Collective. And the She Collective, yes, she it is for women, multicultural, diverse women. Um, you can be any age, though. You do not have to be after 40 for that. Um, she stands for See Her Evolve. And in this collective, what you get by being a member um, are some amazing things. I just wanted to, you know, we're a small community. We are growing. Um, we have some new people who have joined recently. And I want to encourage if you are um, a woman and you are seeking community and you're needing some space to feel thrive energy and to get some resources and guidance and education and self-care um, ideas and activities to do, I, I really strongly encourage you to consider this. Um, just, you know, you can go to Finding Your Voice. I'm sorry. Well, you can go to findingyourvoiceafter40.com. We always have everything there. So it's right there <laughs> and it explains everything. Or you can go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash findingyourvoice. But just to let you know um, some other things that if you become a member of this, um, it's a monthly subscription, it's just $29.99. But with that, you will get access to our monthly astrology workshops with our professional astrologer, who was a guest previously here, um, whose episode is getting a lot of plays. So clearly people are very curious about that. 
Um, so you'll have access to that workshop every month, plus the recording, if you have to miss it. We also are going to be starting a new monthly WUSA meetup um, beginning in December, where each month we'll meet up and sip and share and talk about your wins and your wines, W-H-I-N-E-S. Um, and then I'll lead a Q&A on a topic related to either to health, wealth, or relationships. Um, you also get a weekly WUSA watch and listen where you get the video of this podcast as well as self-care activities and reminders of events coming up. And then one of the really wonderful things that we're able to do right now because we're a nice, um, small, intimate group, I do offer one-on-one or individual um, check-in sessions, Thrive check-in sessions. And while these are not formal coaching sessions, they are sessions for you to receive information, education, guidance, guidance, and mentorship as it relates to anything from using astrology for self-care to weight loss, to career changes and shifts, to relationships. Um, those are all areas that I am trained um, to assist people with. And again, while I'm not doing formal coaching, sometimes I just do referrals, provide, um, again, education, or simply an ear and a space for you to process some things in a safe in a safe space. So if any of that sounds, hmm, I want some of that, <laughs> then again, you can just go to findingyourvoiceafter40.com and you browse um, our services. You'll see She Collective, or you can just go straight to patreon.com slash finding your voice. So join us there. All right. Our hashtag Thursday thrive quote of the week. I celebrate life every day. Say that again. I celebrate life every day. And so here are some questions to ask yourself as you journal or just reflect on this. What is one small thing that brings me joy? How can I incorporate that into my daily life? Again, what is one small thing that brings me joy and how can I incorporate that into my daily life? So that is our hashtag Thursday Thrive quote affirmation and reflection prompt. I hope you are having fun with those. And again, if you're not journaling, just pausing for a moment and giving that some thought, I think is super, super helpful. All right, it's time for us to dig in to episode nine, Permission to Be Myself. And welcome, Nayama Black. I feel like I want to sing this to you. Because you're a fellow singer. Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40 podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm well. And I don't mind if you sing to me. <laughs> Go right ahead. No, I want you to sing to me. Oh. You are the guest. No, I'm just playing. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I hate when people do that to me. So without it being planned. But welcome, welcome. It's so good to have you here. And um, you and I, it's funny, this podcast, I invite friends, family, and dream people, people I stalk. Um, but you're definitely amongst the family. You're becoming more like family. So um, I'm really excited to have you here. Super excited. Well, thank you. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful to be here. And I am beyond grateful that you and I finally connected as I told you when we first met, because, you know, I had been observing you from afar. And once I first learned of you through our mutual sister, uh -huh. um, Rakia, I was like, yeah, this sister, we're going to meet one day. We're going to meet. We would cross paths. And you're right. I was doing the same to you. So I would see your IG and I would see you kind of responding, you know, to Rakia's posts and so forth. So, so I'm super excited to have you. Um, I want the audience, those who are listening, those who are watching on Patreon, they can see the little scroll bar of your title, but those who are listening may not know who you are. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read something to you. I just want you to relax, listen, <laughs> Take it all in. All right. So I'm going to start reading this to you and then I'll ask you some questions. Um, Nayama Black, the non judgmental vegan, is a multi passionate 
native Californian singer, songwriter, holistic health and wellness coach, and host of the Harmonious Living podcast. She's also the founder of the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program, as well as an avid hiker and yoga enthusiast. In addition, Nama owns a product-based business, which offers clean, vegan, nutritional supplements, skin care, body care, makeup, and hair care. Naema's mission is to inspire women and girls to practice radical self-love through healthy, aligned, heart-centered, divinely inspired thinking choices and practices. So tell me this, how did it feel hearing about you, hearing about yourself? <laughs> You know what? It felt pretty doggone good. <laughs> and and I say that to you um, and I don't take it lightly because I didn't always feel that way um, about myself. And mm. it's like, even though my my deepest knowing knew these things about me and knew mm. that I had these things within me, but it took time for me to get to this place. And it took me giving myself permission to even own certain parts of myself. Wow. So hearing that <laughs> wow. um, has, it, it's really a um, remarkable point on my journey to, mm. to say the least, to be able to accept that and then not want to deflect it or diffuse it or water it down in any way. Yes. To stand tall in all of that. Yeah. Not just to stand in it, but to stand tall in all of that. Yes. Okay. So you just said some really good things and I'm sure it's making people like, oh, what's her story? Why wasn't she embracing that? So, you know, you're, you, because you wear both the artist and the coach hat, you're wearing both hats. And it's funny here on the podcast, we do a series Art Voices Matters, where I'm featuring artists over 40 and kind of how they are living and reinventing their lives over 40. And then just people from all other sectors of life. But you have it all. <laughs> so I'm like, is she going to be part of the Art Voices Matters segment or is she going to be part of just, you know the regular? But so I may kind of, you know, you I may bounce in and out of artists, but I, I definitely want to pick up on what you just said as far it took you as far as it took you a minute. And so I'm curious to hear a little bit more about Naema in her 20s. That, that it, we won't go as far back as little girl only because of time. Because although if little girl pops up, please bring her up. But I, I start typically exploring people because it's our 20s where we're hitting adulthood and so forth. So what was that Naema about? Mm. Exploration, uh, adventure, um, yeah. And I would say <laughs> the very earliest part of my 20s, because um, so I moved away from home days before my 21st birthday. I moved to the Bay Area okay. and um, I had always been very much like a, you know, good girl did what I was supposed to supposed to do. Right. Those <laughs> right. paradigms that we have about get good grades, go to college um, you know, you do that whole pursuing the track of, um, you know, whatever, trying to get a good job and all of that. But I had always been a creative person and I always knew that there was something. And so I um, ended up moving to the Bay Area and I went there under the auspices of, of transferring schools and um, continuing my academics when I got there. I started partying. I started <laughs> <laughs> meeting people and just having fun, like what you yeah. know people who are just over twenty-one do. Right. And right. Um, I found myself though. Um, I had some fun times, mm -hmm. but I also found that I was going through some things. And um, so, at about twenty-two, twenty-three, I got to the point where I was at the heaviest I had ever been. And um, I was working in this health food store and um, I ended up meeting this person who ended up later becoming my son's father. And so at, <laughs> at um, 26, um, I had my son okay. and, um, you know, God bless him. I, I knew that 
you know how you could see things yeah, and yeah. you know that things are not going to last, that is not going to be sustainable, but you keep going anyway. And so mm -hmm. that relationship ended. I ended up, I was going kind of back and forth um, between San Diego and the Bay Area, and especially because um, most of my family is here in Southern California. And I okay. knew that my support was here. Right. So um, I ended up coming back to San Diego with my son and um, just really trying to just be a good mom, first of all, and mm -hmm. um, focusing on just figuring things out. So mm -hmm. I didn't really have a clear direction. And, you know, some of that even goes back to the whole idea of like when I started in college, initially, I chose psychology as a major, but then before I even got there, mm -hmm. um, I changed my mind because I was like, I don't know if that's <laughs> what I want to do. Like, I'm interested in it. I've always been interested in psychology and mm -hmm. I always found myself in the role of like counseling people or like being, you know, giving advice and things. Mm -hmm. And, um, but music was there and I did not know of a way to, choose something where I could do music all the time and have it be a practical career or that I could get a music job. practical what is that <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know and yeah and then I'm, I I had two different voices from you know my parents and and mm. um you know my mom supported my music growing up as far as like being at my performances and all this stuff and my dad too who also is a singer um, you know, he had his own aspirations and then, um, you know, life happened. I and my sister happened. And so, you know, <laughs> right, right. Um, he ended up needing to support us. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was this thing. It's like, what do I choose if I can't do what my first choice is? Mm. So and I heard you talk about this before about, you know, when you're that young, you don't know exactly what you want to do and, you know, right. um, or if it's something creative. And if you have not had people around you the whole time, you know, giving you the pathway and encouraging you the whole time, mm -hmm. then you may not necessarily go on that track. And so, right. um, you know, I chose that major, but then I said, OK, I'm going undeclared. Then um, <laughs> Then I floated around and said, well, I'll just take my general ed classes till I figure it out. Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. will jump out at me. I'll figure it out. That's and Sagittarian spirit. They yes. don't know that, but I, <laughs> I'm i like, whoa, that Sagittarius was alive. Yes. yes. Very much. Very yeah. much. So yeah. all of that was at play. And um, and I didn't want to be in this box. And, and it's so funny because even that ties to things that I've learned about myself recently, not just about my astrological makeup, but mm -hmm. even my human design makeup, because yes. I'm a manifesting generator. And yes. so um, constantly so, making things, <laughs> constantly <laughs> doing things, which to people from the outside might look like, oh, dang, you you just pick something. Are you all oh, you're doing this and you're doing that? And like people can't keep up. But it's like uh -huh. for me. I know why I'm choosing to do things. I know what's behind what I feel like I'm going to get out of it. And really what it all has been is enriching life experiences. And so, yeah. you know, through um, the latter part of my 20s, um, you know, I was back in San Diego and I got to this point, um, particularly when I was 29, which is often mm -hmm. a pivotal year for it's people. Pivotal. Yep, 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 <laughs> um, yep. And I was having a conversation with a family member. And I had, of course, I had stopped going to school, which had led to this whole big blow up with my dad because mm -hmm. I told him I was taking a break. He was like, people who take breaks usually don't go back. And I was like, well, that's most people. That's not me. I <laughs> promise you I'm going back. And so anyway, long story short, I had a conversation with a family member and she encouraged me to meet with a counselor at UCSD, which was where I went when I first started right out of high school. Mm -hmm. And so I met with this sister. I'll never forget her. Her name is Mae Brown. And um, we looked at what I had done before. We looked at what I was interested in. And um, I had taken a lot of Spanish classes growing up and I had taken some Spanish 
classes at the university level. And mm. I've always been interested in language. At one point, I was looking at communications as a major. And we devised that linguistics um, mm. with a concentration in Spanish would be a good fit for me. We talked about some of the things I could do with it, um, namely going into speech pathology, which was something that oh, I was wow. very interested in doing because I've always had this desire to help people. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I ended up choosing um, linguistics with a concentration in Spanish and I completed my bachelor's degree. And it was interesting mm -hmm. because going back and by this point, you know, I had turned 30. Um, mm -hmm. I had my son and at the university's daycare, which worked <laughs> right. out perfectly. Right. And I found myself being one of the oldest people in the classes. And that was mm -hmm. an interesting thing. Yeah. But it but I was more prepared because at that point I had more of a sense of direction. And then I ended up choosing music as my minor. So oh, I still okay. so you're able to get it in there. You're I able still to get got it in. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And throughout that time, you know, dibbling and dabbling like with bands um, here and there and exploring the music still, you know, doing like little recording on other people's stuff or what have you. Mm -hmm. So the music was always there. It never leaves you. It doesn't and, leave. And um, so, yeah, that was, that was my twenties. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Cause it's so funny. <laughs> the reason I love interviewing people and, and doing things like this and podcasting and so forth is stories. We find ourselves, it's funny. We hear your story, but it make it causes us to reflect on our own story because either there's going to be something that really resonates that's like, yup, I went through mm -hmm. the same thing. Or you're going to say something that's like, what? Really? Like, I never knew that or I never have experienced that or seen that. So I just love storytelling. Um, yeah. Okay. So you did a lot in your 20s. It sounds like there was a lot of exploration. So mm -hmm. let's let's move ahead just a bit and move toward our 40s. Where Or, or you tell me, where did this whole holistic you know, health coach part, because linguistics is over here, music, I totally get the arts, but there is a whole science brain that has to come involved. The psychology interests, I can see how that seeps in, but mm -hmm. where, at what point did that come into play and how? So it started, um, <laughs> it's funny, if I go back to the beginning, um, my very first exposure and inclination and interest in studying um, nutrition and the body um, was when I was in high school. I had this really engaging biology teacher and he introduced us to all this information about like chemicals in the food supply and all of these preservatives and things and what it does to the body. And so at that point I had decided that I wasn't going to eat red meat anymore. So then I was only eating like poultry and seafood. And I did that for a time and I was interested. I was always active and, and things like that I had gym memberships and whatnot. So I've always had that inclination to be active. Mm -hmm. um, but then time passed, you know, reverted back to it. And so that, early point that I told you about when I got to my heaviest, yeah. that um, had been a result of, I had reincorporated um, red meat and I had reincorporated mm -hmm. all of this like late night fast food eating and like all these other things. And so mm -hmm. um, when I was introduced to veganism and in particular, I, I didn't just go vegan. I went raw vegan. You went raw vegan from I eating went... <laughs> animal protein completely to raw vegan. Yeah. Wow. And wow. yeah, I know. And I say that to myself because, <laughs> but you know, I, but I was working at a health food store when this came to me. So it's like, I was in that yeah. direction of pursuing going back to healthier things. But then when um, this was introduced to me, I was like, first of all, how do you do that? Because I couldn't even conceive it in my mind of how do you not cook things, first of all. And then, you know how those questions come up. Wait a minute. So you don't eat no cheese? No. So you don't no chicken? You know, especially black folks. Right. You no chicken? chicken? No. <laughs> no, no fish. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. like yeah. the disbelief um, is the first thing. But then once I started seeing it and tasting it, and it was like, oh my goodness. And once I started 
feeling it. And, you know, the weight just melted off. Like I wasn't doing any extra exercise or anything, but like within six months of going raw vegan, I dropped like about 40 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Within that amount of time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Your body really wanted that. It craved that. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And it responded really well. I mean, my skin cleared up. I felt wonderful. I felt energetic. And I was like, okay, there's something to this. This is, you know, (laughs) this plant thing actually may work. Yeah. And I want to say this, I don't want to interrupt you, but those who are just listening, Nama is beautiful. Okay. She like glows her skin, her hair, her, her eyes, her smile. She's just very glowy. You're very, it's so funny. I tell my friends who are like this, you're dewy, like, you know, like (laughs) just kind of moisty, dewy, like really, you know, and I know I will say this. I, I think, you know, people keep trying to buy, you can keep buying products and we're going to talk about products a little bit in a, in a moment, but it, it is from the inside and, you know, how you um, feed your, how you feed your body, how you feed your mind and your soul though, mm-hmm. those things combined, that's where you're getting dewy. Mm. <laughs> that's where you're, getting, <laughs> where you're getting the shine and the glow. Um, so yeah, I just had to say that because I, I know a lot of people are just are listening. So you guys have to come to Patreon, go to patreon.com slash find your voice so you can, you know, watch the video. But yeah, yeah. So, so you had a background in this. And so what made you decide, all right, I am going to actually get certified and teach other people how to no, or what point you. of life. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for saying that. So um, first of all, I want to um, say that I am not certified. However, mm-hmm. I have been a researcher um, throughout my adulthood. So yeah. I have been a student and I have been my own scientific experiment. Yes. Um, and yeah. so I not only with myself, but even through my pregnancy um, and the first part of my son's life, you know, um, and then also other family members that I've mm-hmm. introduced to this and I've mm-hmm. coached people. So yeah, I've just been a student and, and I really kind of nerd out on <laughs> nutrition and <laughs> it's my thing. Like, I just, I love learning about it. I love learning about the body. I love learning about different foods and nutrients and how they impact us and how to optimize. Um, And because I draw the connections and I also, and I want to say this to everybody, you know, our bodies have their own intelligence. And so Mm. a lot of that is listening to your body's own intelligence. So listening to what my body is responding to, and I can tell my body lets me know when Mm -hmm. I am not um, giving it what it needs to um, function at its most energetic or um, even at its most glowy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and so I, I, I watch, I'm, I observe, I, um, I test and I try and I experiment. And so I say that because there are a lot of people out here and there are a lot of fads that come up. There are a lot of trends that come up in the nutrition world where somebody will say, oh, well, you know, this is the way to do it. And, you know, everybody must do right. this. And this right. is the, listen to what your body is telling you. And, yeah. and even, you know, in the medical field, um, a lot and not knocking the physicians yeah. out there and not knocking, you know, people who study um, and go into the field of medicine, but nutrition is only barely touched upon it's or barely, now. If, if, still if, barely. If, exactly. Barely touched upon. And now there is um, a field for culinary medicine that is starting to emerge because really? the, yes. And especially in the West. I don't think I heard culinary. I was about to say you're in California. So you always get privy to these <laughs> alternative <laughs> kind of things. I don't know if I've yeah. heard formally studying culinary medicine, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. And so now that is sort of starting to emerge as something that people in the mainstream medical field are starting to recognize as important. Mm. But I mean, some of those things are like, that's some of our wisdom that we knew from back in the day, you know, um, 
us as indigenous folk, you know, who um, always knew to rely on our herbs, you know, um, to rely on getting your greens and your fresh veggies and all that stuff. Like this, this food industry and the processed laboratory made Mm -hmm. food thing is a relatively new thing in our overall existence on the planet. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, we need, I need to do a whole podcast about that. Cause, and I think people are beginning to intellectually get more informed on that at the same time. I think people have a really, and, and, you know, all of us have a difficult, because it's such a heavy conditioning. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to put that into practice on a consistent, sustainable way where you let go of the process and and you embrace more of the plants and, you know, everybody's body is different. And I, you know, as a health coach, you know, for me, I noticed when I would go plant-based while I would feel better, I wasn't like, wait, doesn't just drop off. Like hearing your story, I'm like, yeah, no, my body was like, that's nice. You feel better, but we still gonna (laughs) hold on. And I'm like, what? And I started having to listen. And I noticed when I incorporated more fish into my diet, then like that level of animal protein, my body responded really well. Dairy is like, nah, we don't want a whole bunch of dairy. And it's like, okay, so I've really had to play with that. And it's given me a lot more respect for future clients and current clients that, you know, you have to pay attention to your body because while this will work in, you know, there's never to me a negative, honestly, with having a mostly plant, you know, diet, but some Mm -hmm. people may need, you know, a a, a bit of animal protein here or there, just kind of, but you gotta, if you're not tuned in, you're not going to know. So you, so, all right. Okay. So I want to keep, I want to hear about you stepping into Nama and like you mentioned in the beginning, hearing that there was a time where that didn't really you, you, you aren't connecting and fully embracing and stepping into that because we're calling it, calling this finding your voice after 40. Did it take you at that point after 40 to really step into self or had you began to really do that prior to that? Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great question. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like the seeds are there, right? The okay. seeds are there. And I've always been a spiritual person. And so I've always felt that there was something or that that I was capable of um, great things. But my younger self had doubts, um, had self-esteem issues, which showed up in the kinds of relationships that I was choosing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there was growth and healing and finding of self that I needed to, or rediscovering of self, remembering Remembering of self that I had to do. And so really, you know, ultimately from that higher spiritual perspective, we're remembering who we are Mm -hmm. at our Mm -hmm. core. Um, But life, (laughs) you know, the the 3D human experience that we go through. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say a lot of it had to do with getting really clear on my, what I, my worth, Mm. what I deserved, um, and then what I wanted. Because sometimes we go along with things because if it's not like really extreme and it's if it's not like a hard no, then sometimes it it's like, well, maybe I, I might try this out. And then, <laughs> you know, you're going along this path. You're like, nope, this is that's not it. To, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You see those. That's not it. But then by you, by the time you get to that point, you know, there's attach, attachments. There's other things where now it's not as easy to step out of and extract yourself from situations. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would say really um, hmm, after 40. um, And that was interestingly um, a time that my faith was tested. Mm. Um, It was a time that... um, it was really um, a big part of what 
made me who I am today. And so I'll just share with y'all that um, I had been working and I didn't tell you this part about my professional experience. So <laughs> um, I had many years um, been in human resources. And so I had um, started this job in um, a place that I thought was going to be really cool. It ended up not working out. Mm. Um, and I also had gone into real estate. Well, the time that I went into real estate, the first go round was right when um, the housing market was. I was going about to crazy. say, was that the re oh okay recession or, or not? Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. yes, right before, right before okay. the the bubble burst, right. And so um, I found myself for the first time. I didn't have a steady income. Um, I was in a relationship with someone who was um, helping me at the time. And like I had to rely on, which was mm. foreign for me mm -hmm. um, because I had always worked like from the time I was old enough, like I started tutoring when I was 14. <laughs> I, you know, I got a job right. working at the stadium here doing nachos in the concessions and yeah. working concession stand when I was 15. So I like always had a job, right? Mm. Always was responsible, always looking out for myself for the most part. And like, so here I am. <laughs> and um, I ended up losing that job, but it actually ended up being a blessing because I, it was not a good fit. And I mm -hmm. remember the day before they told me that they were not continuing me with this job. I had a dream mm -hmm. about having a nervous breakdown Oh, wow. Yeah. And in the dream, it was like I was asking myself, what is it like? Like when a what is that edge that a person can wow. go over, you know? And yeah. so yeah. Um, and it was just very interesting. So then when I when I was released from that job, there was disbelief, but there was also relief. Yeah. And um, yeah. so then I really started pursuing the, the real estate. And um, then as life would have it this person who was you know doing things that i had been putting up with but it was like okay you're doing too much and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i've had i i've had enough and like you have to go and it's like regardless of what my financial situation is you have to go have i'm to gonna go you I'm going to work it out regardless. I don't know how. And this is after your forties. This is your, this was your right 40s. before this was okay. just before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, um, this is, I want to set the stage. Yeah. For you. Yeah. And so then, um, yeah, ended up releasing that relationship. And, um, so here I am, I have a mortgage. I have my son there. Um, I ended up getting some help from my mom, you know, to mm. pay my mortgage. I went into my savings. I emptied out some retirement that I had been saving mm. from a, another prior job, was living on credit cards. Wow. Um, I considered strongly um, walking away from the property because it was upside down at this point. And it was mm. like, I didn't see if it was ever going to, you know, get the value back or be worth me staying there. And um, just so happens that <laughs> during that time, while all this crazy stuff was happening, um, I met someone who I started dating and we ended up getting married four years later. Um, and um, now that so, was after 40. And I think people need to hear that. Cause I think people yes. think, Oh, you get to a certain point of life. You're not going to meet anybody worth what have you. And for, you no, that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. And at this point I am 40 um, yeah. when I met him. And yeah. so um, yeah. And I, I made it through that time. I ended up getting hired for back in HR um, with another job, which at the time that it occurred was like a miracle for me um, mm -hmm. because I was able to um, keep the home. I was able to um, refinance and get my mortgage under control and things just shifted. Yeah. And um, I got some breathing room. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. yeah. And then from no, that point, it I, was just, oh, go ahead. 
No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're I was going to say that I um, And it was really interesting because even though I was going through enormous stress, like to the point where I was having hives on my mm. body, like, and mm. I had never had that before, but I was like breaking out in hives because, um, you know, here I, I, I'm like, I have to have a place for me and my son to live. And right. granted, right. if it, if push came to shove, family would have let us stay there, but I being the independent, strong willed person that I am, I wanted to make sure that we had our own place. And, you know, that, so that was, um, so important to me. Um, and then at a certain point, my dad was living with us, me and my son. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that was a whole other thing. And so it was really important to me, you know, to be able to keep this home. And this was like the first home that I had bought. And, Mm -hmm. um, so that whole experience though, of when I came out the other side, it let me know that I made the right decision by not sticking in this situation that was not good for me, that was not healthy for me, um, that was not serving me and trusting that I was going to be okay, even though Mm -hmm. it might be messy and scary in the middle, you know, that messy middle that we talk about, but just having that faith and trust, trust in myself that I was going to figure it out, that I was going to work it out and that God was going to see me through it. And, um, and I got it. And like in the nick of time to the point where like one day when I got that offer, I'm driving down the freeway, like things were really, really crazy. And I got the call and I was like laugh crying because it was like, okay, God, I could use a miracle right about now. And then I get this call. (laughs) And there it came. And there it came. That don't have, I, I mean, we could do a whole nother episode of how God and universe and source just show up mm-hmm. when, you know, necessary, but it's, it's in the, it's the lessons, you know, you needed the lessons and, and, you know, we're always, the net is always with us, you know, mm-hmm. the net is there to catch us, but we still need to get the lessons and, and, you know, and we're running out of our time and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so many more questions. But I, but I want to emphasize, you know, in your story and, 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 and the abundance of your story of so many, you know, these different spaces you've been able to explore about yourself and being able to have this renewal and this shift right in that 40s. And I, I, I hope that people who are younger than 40s who are listening to this, because I think a lot of times people are urgently trying to get their life right in your 30s. Like that 30s is that like, we got to, I don't have a house yet. I don't have a, you know, partner yet. I don't have kids yet. I don't have, you know, what, who am I? And it's like, yeah, you know what is <laughs> those of us who've gotten past the 40 mark and even 50 mark recognize that they're, you know, life is, is got so much more in store for you. Um, oh, man, at that does point. It. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, and at this point being in the 50 plus club, I yeah. feel like that stuff is really getting good. And like, oh, I'm loving this. Yeah. And like, th- I, I know so much more about myself. I know so much more about life. And for anybody that's listening who, like Kenya just said, has that pressure, which sometimes is self-imposed, sometimes it's mm-hmm. outside world, mm-hmm. but it's like who you are is not what you do. Mm. And it's not what you have. Mm. It's who you be. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, the core of you. And at, at your core, you are divine. You yeah. are a child of God. Yeah. And you are enough. Yeah. Yeah. And and off, thank you for that. And I, you know, I really hope people really took that in, you know, that be part. Because we spend a lot of our life you know, and particularly if we don't recognize that entering in our forties, that can get really frustrating because if we still are valuing the things, the more we go in the life, the more it doesn't add up to things. It just doesn't add up to things. And so, um, you know, it's important to release that 
you know, to really allow yourself to release. I'm not saying that things don't matter, but things are not the core. They, you know, they can complement or not, they can inhibit or enhance, like they, they're things, mm -hmm. but your, your assignment is to be you. Yeah. And, and there's nothing and, wrong with wanting to have right. nice things and yeah. wanting to experience, you know, that like, hey, do that, you know, right. that's what right. you want. But that's not everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are at our time. My goodness. OK, so this is what I want to make sure that you do. There's two things that I want to make sure. Um, I think it's two. It might be three. Um, <laughs> one thing is please share you. You know, I mentioned when I was talking to you about you, about um, all the variety of things you do. And there was a plant-based products. I would love if you could share a little bit more about that. Um, and what is, what, how can people, what are some things that are forthcoming from you um, or currently that you just consistently do as a coach um, where people could get tapped in? Awesome. Thank you for that question. So um, one of the things that people can do to get tapped in is I have been hosting some vegan curious virtual cooking demos. And so vegan curious. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, if you're an occasional vegan or you want to know what it's all about, or you're just interested in incorporating more plants and more healthy meals into your current eating regimen, you can come and hang out with me in my kitchen and mm. I'm singing, I'm making delicious food oh, and I'm showing you nice. how it can be fun to create healthy meals and that it does not require a lot from you. And mm. so that is one of the things that you can um, do to, to spend time with me. Um, and I also, as Kenya mentioned, have a program called 90 Days to Wellness Plant-Based Eating Program for those who want a deeper dive lifestyle, um, holistic lifestyle revamp and reset. And mm -hmm. that's where, um, you know, we go into things like your relationship with food, body image, nutrition. Um, we go into various healing modalities and self-care and mm -hmm. I have guest experts and things like that. So that's my deeper dive. Um, and then also I have a podcast myself. And yes. um, so people can follow me there. And also I have a product-based business with nutritional supplements where um, we have a shorter term 30-day program called 30 Days to Healthy Living. Um, yeah. And we use Arbonne nutritional supplements to... Um, help us to nourish our bodies while we do a gut reset. And mm. one of the things that we didn't talk about, which that's a whole other it's episode, whole other episode. <laughs> whole is episode. gut health yeah. and how much it impacts our overall health and well-being, including our moods and our immune system and our skin. And so yeah. we do this 30-day um, reset where you're using products that help support a healthy microbiome. You're also encouraged to move. You're encouraged to journal. You're encouraged to practice mindful eating. And all of these are things that I teach in my program as well. And so you're able to get those products um, and get free coaching from me when you do the 30-day program. We put you into an accountability group. So you are going through it with other people, give you all kinds of recipes and resources. So you're not having to figure it out. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, right, we we right. don't just say good luck, you know, um, but we actually hold your hand and yeah. help keep you accountable. And that's a great way to start some foundational habits as well. Plus to identify um, things that might not be serving your body, things that might be causing inflammation in your body, things that might be causing bloating or mm -hmm. other digestive issues that you might not have identified. But when you isolate these things out, and then if you start to incorporate them back in, you can see, oh, okay, my body is not responding well to that. Let me eliminate that. And so we we take away and then we build back up. And it's, it's a really awesome. amazing life-changing program. Yes. No. Oh, you hear my alarms. I'm sorry. That That's not, I, I, this is, that's my garbage alarm. Isn't that sad? I have to put alarms to remind myself the day that we're pre-recording is my garbage takeout day. Anyway, 
thank you for yes and i'm going to include in the show notes the links so that people and you know your social media so that you can follow um i don't know if there's one you just want to say your social media handle out loud for people just as they're listening in live time or a website yeah yeah that would be awesome Yes. So people can follow me on my Instagram. It's at Naema underscore sings. That's N-E-E-M-A. And then my website is harmonicsoulwellness.com. Awesome. And that'll be in the show notes as well. And please, I, I know these products. I too am an independent consultant with the products. I use them daily, um, as well as with clients. Um, so definitely if you're really wanting to search a bit more into this whole kind of plant-based clean living and, and going beyond just maybe having some carrots or, you know, some celery, but really like really digging a little bit more into these other types of ways to eat as well as, you know, skincare and all the things. So, well, I have one more question and this is fun. And as an artist, this is going to be hard because, you know, it's those musicians out there. We all know this is hard, but what would you say? And this can be period, your theme song of life, or it could be your theme song for today or this month. Mm. What is, what is a song right now that just really resonates with you or a song that has always just really been your jam or your theme song? Mm. See, <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> That's not one thing. So I, okay, here's, I'll give you one, but I can think of like several. But okay. The, one that is that's I'm vibing with right now is um, it's my time by Kelly Price. Mm-hmm. Um, I just that song just gets me going every time because you know it's my time to rise, it's my time to shine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, that song that's lyrically cool. is just and it's Kelly, and yes. so Kelly's gonna belt it to you and give it everything. So not only are the lyrics just so timely always, mm-hmm. but Kelly because of her vocal, you know just insanity. She just yes. really, you know, makes you believe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, Kelly. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's my time. <laughs> Even with if you, you, sis. Right. It's like, you may have thought I'll never do this. When you hear that song, you're like, yes, I will. It's my time. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're doing a playlist. We're putting that together. By the time your episode, by the time the ears are on this, hopefully the um, the playlist, the Spotify playlist, will be in the in the mix. But we're, we're we're new, so we're trying to build up the list. I don't want to have a playlist of three songs, right? So I'm trying to kind of build that up from our our people. So, well, thank you so 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 much. I you know we are new friends, and so I'm learning more and more about you and hearing your story and hearing the twists and bends. For me, it was just a lot of food for my soul. And, you know, I'm certain that it will be that for others. So, you know, I just really appreciate you, really. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So we're going to go into our bonus, um, but that means we're going to be ending this part of the segment. So those of you who are listening on Spotify and Apple and all the goods, if you want to hear more from Naima, she's going to provide some advice. Mm-hmm. And she's also going to share some things about herself that she didn't share here that um, are interesting. So make sure you go over to patreon.com slash finding your voice and you will get those goods. But the rest, <laughs> don't joy. This is it. And we hope you guys will continue to, to tune in and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag finding your voice after 40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.